Hi guys, it's Emmett. First of all, let me apologize for not publishing yesterday's podcast episode. I don't know how I failed to do that, but I just forgot to push that last button. And I opened up the app this morning and found that it was saved as a draft instead of published, so of course you didn't see it. I'm sorry about that. It's up there now. Yesterday's post on Instagram will make a lot more sense now that you've had a chance to listen. There's this idea that I use a lot in my life, which is to move heavy things just once. Which is something I first encountered in this book, The Good Life, by Helen and Scott Neering, who in many ways became the poster children for the Back to the Land movement of the 50s and 60s. Um, They moved to Vermont, just north of me, and then later on they moved up to Maine. Um, I think I first came across them because there's this book called Maine Farm, written by this couple who bought their farmhouse in Maine after they'd lived there for decades and moved to a different place. And I remember just falling in love with the landscape that they'd created, the walled garden, the pond, all these structures. And it was clear that they had done these things over decades and that they tackled some really significant big projects. And instead of trying to do them fast, they had built these things over years and years and years and years and years. Not really my MO, uh, but I certainly appreciate it. And one of the things that they talk about, which is really valuable to me, is this idea that you move things, move heavy things only once. So whenever they had one project that required them to move a wheelbarrow full of gravel or stones from some area that they were clearing out, they would try to move it to the place that it was going to ultimately be used. And that way, they only moved it once. I found this so fascinating because everyone else that I'd encountered uh, who had this kind of life where they were, were doing things themselves we're creating stockpiles. We're creating, you know, I, I brought the rocks over to the rock dump on the edge of the woods. I brought the lumber over to the lumber pile. And I remember having this realization of, oh, well, maybe this is why these guys accomplished so much more. Part of the reason is that they were only moving things once. So if you needed a rock for a project, you anticipated the rock, and then as part of another project, you unearthed the rock and you moved it over and you completed this other project. And until you needed that rock, you didn't move it from this other project, or until you knew where the rock was going to go, you didn't move it. And I recently was reminded of this because there's this, at my in-laws place, 
they have this little brook and we built a very simple bridge across the brook Ooh, when the kids were really little um so it's maybe five six years old at this point and it's just two pine logs with two by fours nailed across very simple and it's starting to rot and we need to replace the the beams and some of the treads we'll, we'll reuse some of the treads and so we were scheming about where we were going to get the logs and and when we were going to do it and I found myself saying to my sister-in-law you know I want to wait until it's the day that we're doing it then we'll go grab these logs from where they are load them up so that we only move them once and I realized as I said that how ingrained that idea has gotten into my head because <clears throat> um, because you can spend so much energy creating stockpiles. And sometimes the stockpile is necessary, right? When you make the, when you fill the woodshed, it's not just that you're moving the wood from here to there, it's that you're actually stacking it up so that it can dry and change its state. When you buy lumber and store it in a lumber shed, you're storing it in a way that keeps it from deteriorating. But there are so many other examples, like for me, I could be stockpiling far more spoon carving wood than I do, except that I basically only, I try to only move spoon carving wood as I need it. So I have several places in the woods where I know that spoon carving wood is, and I'm not going to move it until I actually need it at the house, so that I only move it once. Now it's not as efficient for me, given that I need to move uh, chainsaw up these rounds. I do need to move it and stockpile it at the house. But for instance, in the summertime when I'm not worried about it getting covered with snow, I basically just create my stockpile of wood right at the end of the driveway so that I'm not trying to move logs the extra 25 feet to get them under the tarp barn. There's no need for it. So I move it once, I dump it off the edge of the truck, right there, it gets chainsawed and brought up to the shed. And there's so much efficiency in that, because while it might not seem like much, the effort to move every log that extra 25 feet just to get it into this spot where it does make sense to have it in the wintertime, it really adds up. So, I feel like there are so many instances where where this is a powerful tool to save you time and energy. Whether it's making a compost pile that you just let sit longer rather than put in all the effort of turning it, or whether it's like I was thinking about the other day, for buy, we buy in several yards of compost a year because we just don't produce as much as we need for our gardens. And I was thinking this year, instead of buying a bunch at the end of the season, you know, three or four yards, what if I split it up and buy two yards in the middle of the summer when I need it to turn over the garlic beds, 
we just have the guy drive right up and dump it right onto the ground where they are, where the garlic beds are. And then it's, it's done. And then we have them do the other half in the fall. And that way we don't have to store a pile of compost and move it twice. We just have to do it once. So these are the just small examples of the ways that you can use this concept in so many ways to reduce effort in your life, increase the efficiency. And I'd be curious as always what examples you have in your life. Obviously moving heavy things is sort of a great example but like i don't know is there something with laundry or dishes in the dishwasher or things like that where you have realized efficiencies through the principle of only move things once thanks for listening guys Talk tomorrow